Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine's food editor, Stephanie March, and local foodie, Stephanie Hansen, No Food. It's all about food, fun, food, frivolity, and food. Talking about everything happening at the Minnesota State Fair, it's podcast on a stick. Here's the Stephanie's. Broadcasting podcast on a stick at the State Fair. I'm Stephanie Hansen, the eater at stephaniesdish.com. And I'm Stephanie March, the food and dining editor from Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine and Magazine. And welcome to day 11 of the Minnesota State Fair. It is Sunday, September 2nd. It is Friends of the Fair Day. Hats off to Friends of the Fair who support the nonprofit mission of the State Fair Foundation. Oh, the foundation is a really big deal, you guys. And, and this is one of those things that you can join the foundation. Yes. If you love the fair like I do and like you do, Absolutely. maybe we should join the foundation. But part of the deal is that you have special access. You have special treats. You get advanced notice of things. Why don't I join? I'm going to join. I don't join. know. We're going to join. I'm going to join. And you have, there is a, I think there's a secret bathroom you get to use if you're in the foundation. Okay, that's funny. I know. I think that that's the case. They I, have a building in the West End that houses some they of have the... history the, center. Yeah, history exhibits and the history of the state fair yeah it's super fun to spend time in there a it's cool yeah um b you can see like old costumes you can talk about when they had the freak shows at the fair they have a little piece on that there's so much history here yeah the grandstand alone like built in 1906 i think yeah just think about that for a second that makes that over 100 years old that we've been out here They've been having this fair since the 1800s. Do you remember when they used to have car racing at the grandstand? Okay, no, but my husband does. And we've been in the Fair Foundation building, and they have some of the car racing costumes. Can I... I have this moment where I feel like I remember hearing cars at the same oh, fair. Oh, yeah. But I don't know for sure, because I feel like... I feel like I remember, but am I old enough to know that? Yes, because I never watched it, but you could but you hear heard it. it. When Meow. you would walk, yeah, just, and it was, I'll be honest, yeah. as a kid, it was like a horrible sound. It was so loud. Oh, I think I do remember. I mean, I think it's a legit memory. Harmar, superstar. I love Sean Tillman. I know. I don't even, you keep calling him Sean Tillman. I know that's his actual name, <laughs> but the funny part is, is I would never have known him as Sean Tillman until you said Sean Tillman. So do you just call him Harmar? I don't actually call him anything because I'm not friends with him. <laughs> So I just say, hey, there's Harmar Superstar. And actually, he's very good friends with Steve Marsh, who we had a video with earlier at the Hamlin Dining Hall. Tonight is the faded Hamlin Dining Hall groom's dinner oh, for Steve okay. Marsh. And I bet Sean, well, Sean Tillman will probably be on stage. Or maybe, no, they're going to go afterwards. Who knows? Anyway, Harmar Superstar is a big draw, and people love him. And he, uh, he's going to be here tonight. A big draw. All right, so we've had some rainy weather. We've had some sunny weather. But the fair attendance has really been going strong. It's been up and down. I mean, there was that day that I think the lowest I think we've had is 124,000 maybe. Which is still, still I mean, really not great. bad Still at really all. great. Yeah. And I mean, at the hot, and who even knows? The vendors, excuse you. <laughs> excuse me. The vendor sneezy. booths have really been going strong. We've been talking to people. They are really looking forward to the last couple of days here <laughs> as they wrap up. And don't forget, you know, as it winds down, some of them offer some deals. I mean, there's some deals on some really? merch. There's a few people who, and I mean, they won't really advertise it because they obviously want you to spend as much as, but that last day, like tomorrow might be a, it's a bargain day. Like you can definitely get some bargains. I did bargains. not know that. Oh God, yeah. Some people don't want to haul those last couple of things. Yeah. And who can blame them? Yeah. And I mean, they kind of want to be, you know, they want to get through their inventory. So I'm just saying, you know, that's a possibility to kind of do that stuff. That's a day to jump through the International Bazaar because oh, yes. El Burrito Mercado's in there with their artisanal market. 
El Burrito Mercado is in there? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, they have their uh, Dio Oh, I was thinking tamales. <laughs> Not food. Merch. 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 We're talking merch. merch. And the alpaca sweaters. Oh, this because you of the- You want to load up? Because of the chill in the air this earlier this week, I 100% have started thinking about sweater, sweater weather and buying sweaters. Stephanie, we saw at the dairy barn these shoes made of cow <laughs> Cowhide. Cowhide, that were very interesting looking. Here's your shopping report. I might go buy those. <laughs> they they were so cool. They They're, literally I were feel, like hairy cow fur. But don't you remember like in the 80s? I feel like in the 80s we had those pony shoes that were like pony colored shoes. That's what those are basically. And now cool. I feel like, I mean the 80s are kind of back, aren't they? Cowhide chucka boots. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, the 80s are back. I mean, and the 90s, I guess a little bit. I the little girl in front of me the other day in her choker. I just wanted to just rip that thing right off her neck. I Those just still, chokers. I yeah, hate them. They're back. I still hate them. Stephanie, as we've been going throughout the state fair, I know people have been communicating with you at, uh, at Stephanie March on Instagram, at Steph March on Twitter. I'm at Stephanie's Dish. Social media, people have been asking us questions like, hey, where, someone was like, where do you get the wine slushy? Uh, wine slushies have been very popular. Those can be found in Minnesota wine country. They've got the uh, peach slushy there. They also have one that's like a berry flavor, but it has like a watermelon kind of aftertaste. It's so good. It is. It is. So good. It's got a nice earthy sweetness to it. It is it is sweet. Like, so it's not like a dry wine if you're thinking of that, but it's got that slushy fun, you know? And it's wine. So there's <laughs> and, that. And it's, <laughs> it's wine. It's wine. I was kind of what Can we me. be clear on the wine factor? I, you what know, kind of there's questions a lot of are people sending you? Oh, you know, there was a big about breakfasts and people were very interested one person asked me about where she should go for breakfast and then i threw a couple of suggestions out and it flooded and all of a sudden it was like well where if i'm over here and what if i'm over here and what should i do about that so that was kind of interesting to me that people forgot that blue moon dine-in theater opens at 6 a.m and they have breakfast sandwiches and of course french meadow has scones and you know croissant which is but also at Steichen's, which is the little cute yes, store, the you store know, the, over the, by the Cattle Coliseum. Yeah, it's it's the uh, it's the convenience store, and they have breakfast sandwiches. In fact, they just have a brand new little patio that they open too. So that's not a bad stop. You forget, unless you're out here as much as we are, and at all these weird times, that there's this whole current of workers and people that are making this fair happen and they drink coffee they yep. eat breakfast they have to get their sustenance while they're out here yeah and in fact you know they are counted as part of the attendance fair because oh i did not know that yeah because of the fact well i would say the workers of the vendors are counted because for instance Jake, we all have tickets my son yep. who is in the produce exchange building he has a ticket every day and clicks in but i think necessarily the kids in like the blue shirts that are staff those guys are not counted but okay. I think like all the other vendors are so. And isn't it? It's kind of cool that the vendors uh, for the state fair. It's cool that the vendors have to buy tickets. It's unusual, but really, well, it's as all, a state institution, a, a they maximize it. Yeah, I mean, this is a nonprofit organization, so that's part of it too, which is weird. When uh, you think about how much money flows in and out of this place. Woo! But great for the state. Oh yeah. Um, let's see. Have you had any other bits and bites that you've been really excited about recently? Um, you know, I kind of came back to that, to that, uh, I, you know, after eating a bunch of stuff and then midweek, I kind of fell into a flat space where I was sort of not excited by much because I'd kind of done all the flash and dash. Right. And then I'd also hit all my classics 
here's the thing about being out here every single day. I kind of, I was relaxed on my vibe, meaning I wasn't hurried or waiting. So I got to peruse some of the food that I haven't seen in a while um, and tried in a while. And I, I, I found some great, you know, little bits here and there. But I will say the one new food that I came back to was the, ma- was the mango nada, the shaved ice. You came back for it. I came back for it. And I was surprised by that. I was walking by and I thought, God, I really wanted that refreshing but sort of sophisticated, salty, spicy sweetness. And that delivered on all notes. I came back for the Nordic waffle. You did? Yeah. I walked by. There wasn't really a line. And there can be a line in the mornings. Yeah. And day one, I mean, they were just swamped because it was a new food. It was a it was a better experience. The waffle was a little crispier. I got a savory waffle instead of sweet. I really thought it was worth going back for to give it a second try. Okay. Good deal. Yeah. Um, um, should we talk about the French fry controversy as we we're should. speaking about We're going to bring our producer, Declan, in on this conversation We've covered Prano Pop versus Corn Dog. By the way, Elizabeth Reese, I don't know if you saw. I did see. She came down solidly. She's the host at Twin Cities Live on KSTP Channel 5. Yep. She came down solidly on the side of the Prano Pop, she which did. surprised she, me. She said she was a woman converted from Corn Dog to Prano Pop. So I, it didn't surprise me. I really enjoyed it. I mean, I thought that that, and that what she and I were talking about it, and it seems like she really sort of like opened her mind, which is what maybe you have to do with French fries, because I don't actually know how there's a difference. Declan, there French is a fries. controversy on French fries. There is the, give us the two, two French yeah. fry situations. So there's, I think everyone knows fresh French fries just because there's a few extra of those booths. And, and those and are the big. orange and red orange and, and yellow, yellow ones. Yeah, they're, yep. they're fairly large. And then there's world's greatest fries, which I believe, if I'm geographically correct, Dan Patch yeah. in Underwood. It's like on the corner right next to Fan Central and by Ballpark Cafe. And it has the big revolving French fry thing that spins on top of the roof. I'm personally a bigger fan of world's greatest fries uh, because, A, I think it's it's... Because it's a smaller production, yep. I think naturally they put a little bit more care into the fries. I've had some soggy fresh French fries before. Really? Some fresh French fries. Nothing worse than a soggy fry. Correct. Uh, wait a minute. I am a soggy fry girl. Oh, so maybe that's your style. You're alone it on is. an island. Yeah. I am not. I am not <laughs> alone on an island. Who wants to eat a soggy a, fry? Oh, my God. A beautifully, like, dense but, like, soft fry. Why? When you have, like, a crunch so much that it does nothing but crumble in your face. Sure. No good. I want that there's balance. Ha- yeah. But I'm saying, like, a soft fry is a good thing. I agree. And, and there's definitely a happy no, medium. Isn't. Yes, it between is. Between crunchy. Because, like, too crunchy, like you said, is that's... Then that's, they're there's empty. There's no Stop. point. Yeah, they're there's empty no inside. Point. They're it's like just, a dusty desert. Oil, eat them, eat them frozen if you, if you want them crunchy. I mean, it, right. there's no point. Right. Uh, but I, I think just naturally world's greatest fries taste a little better. There's a little more ha- care to them. I am a big fan of vinegar on my fries yes. instead of ketchup. Yes. First off, ketchup's just kind of trash in general, in my opinion. So Ooh, naturally... I <laughs> like ketchup statement. I like vinegar naturally on my fries. Me too. Um, Salt so, and vinegar. There's a lot of good French fries options. I mean, if you even think about it, like the Ballpark Cafe, they do garlic fries. Oh, and those garlic special, fries are amazing. That's a special kind of Just fry. Just bring them in. But there's... That's you, a whole different genre. You could, yeah, you could add a whole different layer Taco to the Taco Cat, we the talked about their loaded fries. Drama. So... But the cone of fries, the walking cone of fries yeah. situation, fr- you're saying world's greatest is better than the French fry Absolutely. kids. Wow. Yes, I agree. I'm gonna, we're so gonna throw maybe down. have to have a discussion about this. Mm-hmm. This may be a field trip to go figure it out. I, I, I'm okay with this. Okay. I All right. It. Maybe tomorrow on our very last day of the fair, we okay. will be able to weigh in on this situation. We could do like a, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give our results. I think so. We'll I, think, I think final, I like final assessment. Final, final. Yeah. 
I think that's good. Stephanie, have you done any shopping? Because there's so there's over a thousand people vending here for shops. You know, I recently cleaned out most of my life. So no, I haven't because <laughs> most of the shopping here, you guys. I don't need any more carved wood things that say my name. Yes, or you do. I don't need any more signs made out of paper clips. Do you need t-shirts up with north the state of, the of Minnesota? Yeah. Yes, you do. I don't need any more. But I will. I do love some of the stuff. I do love the Minnesota Pride. Last year, I bought a baseball hat with a little Minnesota on it, and that has been one of the best things I bought last year. And the year before, I was all about the Turkish towels from the bazaar. I use those suckers all the time. Not, I do not regret either of those purchases. So I do think I have the opportunity to find something I love. And it may be these squishy shoes, actually. <laughs> have you seen these? At the, it's no. It's this place in the Coliseum. And it's, they're basically plastic shoes. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? They're like tennis shoes with the white bottoms, but they're so full of squish, like gel insert Okay, things. I saw those yesterday. I literally was and like, oh my God, maybe I need those. They, I'm trying to describe to you the weave on the top of these shoes because it looks like when you would weave gum wrappers and you would get the gum wrapper chain and you'd get that sort of crisscross weave and sometimes you see that they've made like handbags out of that weave do you know what i'm talking about that is what's the that's what the shoe looks like it's like solid color but it's it's that weird weave yeah but that's breathable a slip-on weave yeah it's and it's this whole cloud comfort sole or insert that gives it this squish i don't know that may be it maybe it's just because my feet are so damn sore (laughs) from 11 days of walking around the fair maybe i don't know but i that's probably something i'm gonna walk and look again and maybe a pony shoe. I don't know. I could come away with something to wear from the fair. That I want to okay. give people a little advanced Christmas tip. There is an amazing Christmas sweater store in the grandstand. Really? They have some of the most awesomely hideous Christmas sweaters you've ever seen. They've also got costumes in there in bags for 50% off. Oh, I did see the costumes. So if you're like a big Halloween person and you need closer. some costumes, I could see that. 50% I just, off. I can't, you know, the Christmas ideas, I just don't. Even That's Christmas a stretch trees. too far. Some of these Christmas yes. sweaters. Can you buy stuff? those Christmas trees? I think, I think, I don't know if it's like a pre-order thing maybe. You can no buy way. Christmas trees here. But like, So they're all fake though, right? They're no. Not- the ones in the, in the hall are real. So let me get this right. You're going to have to like for four months water this tree. No, you don't like, get no. it now. You'll get it You're later. like pre-ordering That's- from the farm. Gotcha. It's really fun to look at those Christmas trees. There's about 14 of them. One of the trees that won an award, actually, all of the ornaments on it are made from Minnesota beer cans. So they're like tin ornaments that are super adorable. Very cool. Uh, the Christmas tree is always a stop on our journey. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, you know, I have a hard time looking at school supplies before Labor Day. So I am a weird holiday person. I don't want it to start until it starts. Like, I know people buy Christmas trees on Thanksgiving. I cannot. It has to be December 1 or later. And so wow. I can't listen to Christmas music until the. I have a law in my house. There is no Christmas music until you have creased Thanksgiving Eve. Here's what you need to know about Steph, too. Like, the Thanksgiving feast is her you're high right. holiday. This is my high holiday. So you're Everything not going to Everything else could ruin, fall away. Yeah, you're not going to ruin her feast by rushing it. Nope. By not fully experiencing nope. it. It is... Give it its due. <laughs> Don't rush the high holiday of food. No, can I tell you the one thing that I decided was, if you could... Let's think about this. What would be the state fair booth that you would bring to the fair? Is there something... Oh, we always do this, like, we're walking around like, oh, I would have... I would make my smeeches, which was the thing that I always thought I would do. Tell us about your smeeches. Smeeches is the grilled peach 
with a marshmallow and caramel mix so you on a s'more. Like say a s'more. how you make the marshmallow caramel thing, because okay. I think that's really ingenious. Okay, it's called a shut em upper. So if you've <laughs> heard about that, then you know what I'm talking about. Basically, you take your, your campfire skewer, you take your marshmallow, and you slide it all the way down. And then on top of that, on the top of the skewer then, you put a caramel cube, like the craft caramel cube. And then you line those two up kind of close together, and you toast them. You toast until your marshmallow is to the point that you like it. And, and at this point, has the caramel cube... It's not melted. It's just softened. Got it. Because it's pretty thick and dense. But then what you do is you pull your marshmallow up over the cube, and then as, as it's like encompassed the cube, that's when you sandwich it in between the grams where a grilled peach is waiting. And that is a smeech. And that is majestic. That's a gift. But I don't think we can do a smeech at the fair because it would take too long. Yeah, and it would be really hard to execute. Yeah. So, But here's my thing for the, what I would have at the state fair. Then you guys both have to say yours. Someone needs to start a pedicure booth. <laughs> <laughs> Why is, is it? it why is there no pedicure? There is great. There is yoga all day today in Dan Patch Park. It's the great yoga and wellness get together today in Dan Patch Park. Where is my pedicure booth? Okay, that is my wellness. I like that. I, I like that a lot. I would pay twenty bucks. I would pay thirty bucks. For is like it a bad fat. to tell you you could use a pedicure too? No, I'm totally <laughs> fine. I know I can. I've been walking around the fair for 11 days. I could totally use a pedicure. We noticed the other day we have somewhat similar feet. You know, I could use a pedicure too. Yeah. Who am I kidding? Who can everybody can? Okay, what's your what's your what you guys you two? What what would you oh, what, booth what would do you we have? need at the state fair? I feel like we need a tent, okay? A giant tent that's very calm and soothing, and it has some Enya music playing. Like the lactation station, but yeah. not with boobs. And it smells like peppermint and stress relievy, and it's the chair massages. Oh, and well, they, they have chair massages here. They have a few, yeah. yeah. I don't feel like it's a tent where no. you can oh, okay. spend time you. in there getting I hear you. your 10-minute relaxation moment. And I'm probably thinking of this because it is the wellness day at the fair. Yeah. But... That could really be used. You see some of these families melting down. You see tired workers. You could have like a station for foot massage. You could have a station for chair massage. You yeah. could even have a laydown station. I think it'd be very difficult to have a type of place you're describing at such a craziness of event. But They'd not have if you like had it limit. in a tent. But you'd like you have to have like away. yeah, you'd have to have like a capacity limit. Because if there's too many people in there, I right. am no We're longer. We're talking 120,000 no people <laughs> who want to peace. relax together. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, all I know is since about day four of this podcast, every day I get here, I just start profus- profusely sweating. Yeah. It's like the toxins are just pouring out of me. And yeah. I just feel like a little aid in shedding some toxins is good. Okay. Declan, how about you? Okay. What's your state fair? So this was a big family thing we, all, we thought about doing for years. My dad once went to New Orleans and he fell in love with mufalata sandwiches. Oh, yeah. The what so, sandwich? A muffaletta. 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 It's muffaletta, but it's muffaletta. Okay. So, my, so my dad came back home from New Orleans and just made these great muffaletta sandwiches all the time. And then I like that he into, keeps calling it the muffaletta. Yeah, it's his thing yeah, now. It's my That's thing what he now. did. And we looked into it, and obviously it's a rigorous process to get a booth here at the fair. It's not like, hey, we'll throw you some money and let us let us no. set up a shop. No, it's like, I think, no, years of... You, you apply. Have to, you have you to have be to on do, a list. You have to be on a list. There's county fair experience. You know, you can't just pop up a shop here. Because they know that coming to the Minnesota State Fair is like opening a gigantic restaurant in one day. Mm-hmm. And you have to be ready to go. And if you're not, you have some of the vendor situations that maybe we've seen with some of these new folks as they get their feet underneath them so i could be wrong i think there is a mufalata like stand here that that's 
popped up in this decade. There's a I sandwich think. shop. Yeah. You know, the sandwich shop down by the... Um, the sandwich down shop. Down by the KMOJ. They have a sandwich shop. You know, they have a Monte Cristo there, too. I'm going to look it up. That later. is a sandwich that nobody needs to eat. And I think the only problem, though, with making that sandwich is it takes a lot of time. <laughs> like, it, it's not a sandwich you can just, like, throw together and, and slice down the middle and call it square. You're, you're going to either have to, like, limit your quantity, si- or, yeah, quantity size so you can maybe produce more. But I, I think it would be a fantastic addition. They have a the pressed fair. Cuban there. Okay. Which is a good. Cuban, yeah, doesn't surprise me. And a deep fried Monte Cristo, which yeah. I didn't love that one. But I, my boys are going to dig on that Cuban one, that's for sure. Okay, what, like, Stephanie, you could, we've talked about some different ideas for, like, graduation parties. We've had the uh, potato, barbecue potatoes, the bar where you set up all the fixings and people go through with the potatoes. We've the had potato the cereal, bar? or just baked potato bar, too. Okay. Cereal bar, like, why aren't there any bars here? What like do you mean? bars like, where you get your base, whether it's potato oh. or whether it's bowl for cereal, and then you, you go mean like through a custom thing. Yeah, and you can customize your own like a cereal experience. Shack? Uh, a cereal shack. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think because efficiency is key when you have ten thousand people yeah. in line, and like having that sort of like, hey, do you want this? Do you want this? Do you want this? Gets a little bit much. That's why certain places say zero. You know, a lot of places have, like, at the end, like, there's a couple burger places, and they have pickles and onions and ketchup and mustard and all that stuff at the end, but they don't have it sort of in the midst. Thanks. Thank you, people walking by. Yeah. Hey, Tim. Is that your name, Tim? You're Brett. Are you? Okay. Here. Pull up a chair there. We're going to have a little state fair story here. We are sitting outside of the Peg restaurant, and... Walking by, I saw your sons just running up to you and saying hi, and they had T-shirts on that said "Future Chef of the Peg." How long have you been a co-owner of the Peg Restaurant? Uh, my dad started it 35 years ago, and he passed about four years this uh, November. So, last four years, I've been partnered with my with Tim, and it's been a family tradition. So, I've grown up here my whole life. Okay, so your kids ran up to you like they haven't seen you in about 10 days. Is that true? <laughs> That's about true. Yep. 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 Say to grandma's. Uh, going back to school so yeah it's a tough transition but we make it work um so you're out at the fair here and you're the only full service restaurant what is it about full service that appealed to your dad when he started it well he's he grew up in the restaurant industry and he wanted to provide something out here at the fair that no one else had so looking at full service a lot of people administrative staff anyone that wants to come through can sit down you know and relax really that's what it's all about so taking a load off yeah um, has have you had any trouble with staffing this year? We've heard some vendors have struggled a little bit. Uh, not really. No, we get we're we're actually fairly lucky. A lot of the people come back year to year. We got people here that've been here twenty years. Uh, they take off work, uh, mostly family friends. It's uh, we're we're fortunate and lucky to have those people come work for us. Besides your own food, are there things that you think people should really not miss at the fair? Um. Well, you know, I don't get around too much. So I, <laughs> I try to avoid walking around and, you know, I go from the parking lot in and, you know, we're here for 16, 17 hours a day. So uh, to walk around and look around and see what's out there. I know it's out there, but half of them come in to eat, so I get to talk to them throughout the day. Do you have regulars every year? Every day. Every day. There are people every that day, come yep. every day. Absolutely. Yep. yep. I mean, they start their morning here. They all meet here, you know, whether it's vendors, whether it's administration, whether it's talent from the uh any of the stages that are coming out, I mean, they're all coming here to uh, 
you know, in the morning. Well, and honestly, this, I mean, the peg food is, is the honest food at the fair. Like, there's so much stunt food and crazy things. And, and then you come to the peg, and it's just like, I know I can get a good breakfast that's going to kick me off. So, right. like, yep. no, it's a good it's thing. The it's the honest I mean, food. A lot of, you know, families come in with kids, and they eat, and they kind of, you know, have that one meal where they're not spending a lot of money yeah. on, uh, you know, corn dogs throughout the day and splitting the money and going that route. So, no, it's a, it's a good thing to have home-cooked food, and people, you know, appreciate that, and we're, you know, just happy to be here. We appreciated the biscuits. I see your whole family, like, looking over at you. So we won't keep you yeah. much longer. But thank you for sharing your State Fair story. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for stopping in. Appreciate it. All right. So there it was. He there just, it is. When he, he walked by walking and his kids were like, Dad. And they had the shirt on that said Future Chef of the Peg. That was so cute. That's lovely. Well, and it is a family affair. A lot of these places, we were just saying how when you can't, you know, you can't really get into uh, the into the fair just because you feel like you want to put up a booth, right? Um, Dan and Dave, uh, Tyson from the uh, the Ballpark Cafe, yep. do you know that... So those two are brothers, right? And the situation was they were offered another space at, kind of down over on Carnes a little bit. And the fair was like, well, if you want to do another, you know, like another kind of annex, you know, that would be great. But you have to separate. One has to work this oh. one. One has to own this one, and the other one has to own the other space. And they they thought about it, and they thought about the money, and they thought about the potential of the, for their kids, you know, because both their kids are going to inherit this one. They decided they did not want to break up, that they spent 12 days as brothers doing this thing, and it was that important to them. That's really sweet. Wasn't that sweet? Yeah, I, I worked for those two clowns, so I, yeah. I, I know <laughs> how how well they both work together and how independently they both kind of run that thing on their own avenues. And I couldn't really imagine yeah. a day. I think w- there was one day where Danny didn't show us because, like, his son or daughter was born right around the fair time. <laughs> but it was a weird day without birth Danny. Happens. Like, yeah. you know? Dave and his Zubas had to handle yes. it all by himself. Yes. My God. I know. We've been talking about different artists and different folks traveling around at the fair. Jason Mraz was walking through the crowd and apparently... There was a lot of selfies that happened with oh, him. Oh, really? Who's the oh, most I famous person? I would not person? be able to pick him out in a crowd. I might. I maybe. Who's the most famous person you think you've ever seen at the fair? Uh, besides you? <laughs> <laughs> or Melvin Carter. Melvin who Carter, got a chance Tim to Walls, talk to Mayor all Melvin the, Carter. All of the... Uh, but that's the thing. Is the, you know... Cat the, Perkins. I mean, like, seen at, on a stage or seen, like, walking around? Walking around. Oh, no, nobody. Declan. Gaffigan was out here last year, and Jake and I went to see him on stage. And then afterwards, I think he was at the Frontier Bar when we were walking by or something like that. I, I met Tony Oliva when I worked at the Ballpark Cafe. The, All a, right. a lot of Twins players and like baseball greats like to stop Walter by, Mondale. To I've the, met him. To yeah, the, to the ballpark. I mean, so. Andrew Zimmern is probably the okay. most uh, famous Al Franken. Person. I got a picture with Al Franken out at the State Fair, and I'm just here to tell you he did not grow up my body. I was going to totally. No, nope. like maybe I won't ask. Nope, he but didn't. There you go. Maybe it says something about me. Yeah. <laughs> no uh, groping. No groping. I, you know, there's so many. I know there. I, what I like though most is that you just sort of blend in. The crowd is just sort of the crowd, right? And you're not too crazed, and it's not too insane. I don't know. I find that to be the best part of the fair, and I love it when people just like hang out and say hey to us because they know that we've been out here doing this all the time. All of you guys who have, you know, t- taking your time to like say hey when you walk by, that's awesome. And like, thank you for lovely. listening to this podcast. Yeah. We've had such a blast doing it. Uh, we have one more day. One more day, gang. And one we'll wrap it up. But day. we have really had a great time. Thank you for listening, and we hope we've given you some fair insights. Uh, Declan, before we wrap up, a favorite bathroom after working at the ballpark? Ooh, kind of a quiet, oh, sneaky bathroom? That is a good 
Good question. The one in the food building, actually, like right next to the karaoke stage, isn't bad. It's not my first choice. It's not bad. Uh, the bathrooms by the St. Paul Police Station down by the Midway aren't aren't too bad. I'll be honest. I was running to those after we were done recording yesterday. <laughs> I had an emergency, and okay. I had it happens. to go. It happens. Um, you have to know where all your bathrooms are strategically But there's located. actually a great I, – I know some people have done this before. Um, my former coworker I used to work for Bring Me the News, and he did a whole expose last year. Uh, his name was also Declan, ironically enough. Because how many Declans do you know, you Irish he kids? He's the only one, and he's older than me too, which is just freaking freaks me out. He did a whole expose on the like ten best bathrooms. I would highly recommend checking it out oh, because what was that on? Bring me the news. Yep, bring okay. me the news. We'll check it out. Check it out, it. Declan Desmond, <laughs> not Declan Goff. Who am I? And the more handsome sounding one, but just <laughs> throwing that out there. <laughs> All right, gang. Well, that kind of sums it up for day eleven. <laughs> I think that's it. Top 10 bathrooms. That's right. So go out there and, uh, you know, have your best fair day ever. <laughs>